fellow Schwoklords. Welcome to yet another great episode of Cancel Shweezy, um, a show where I remind you that uh, life isn't all strippers and burritos, my friend. So always something you need to remember anytime we do podcast together. Welcome to my cult. As I like to say, thank you for joining us on the show today. I have some uh, great topics and uh, topics that will not only enlighten you, but will actually make you a smarter person. Uh, I know some of you come to me for knowledge, and I express my knowledge onto you. Uh, this is the type of guy I am, and this is the type of guy I'm going to be for you These this next uh, hour plus, I don't know, uh, whenever I get done talking, because that's kind of how I do the show, so... Uh, yeah, that's that's the show. I just talk for a while and then eventually stop. And uh, I think that's every podcast, though. You just start talking and then at some point you stop and you sometimes edit it all together. Um, so thank you so much for uh, coming on this show today. Um, if you are interested, I make music outside of doing podcasts uh, under the name Shweezy. So you just take out the cancel part and you just go with the Shweezy part. Um that, and that's to be the best way to find me. Um, I have an EP out. I recorded it. I saw, I think it's like two months old now. Yeah, it is two months old. Uh, called Ride or Die. Out now, wherever you get your podcasts at. No, not where you get your podcasts at. I'm such an idiot. Uh, wherever you get your music at. Spotify, Apple, Deezer, Tidal, uh, Amazon, YouTube. It should be everywhere, uh, wherever you get music at. And uh, it'll be a great way for you to say, thank you for being a friend. So go check that out. I really like those songs. So I kind of, I've kind of been like making myself, at least when my songwriting, uh, this idea that um, if you don't like the songs, like if you don't sit down and enjoy these songs, like if it like came up on the shop, I'm like, I'll listen to this. Um, you you shouldn't release that music. And that's not ideal for me. I actually really like listening to, I'll even like sit down. I'm like, maybe I should listen to this again. See, uh, you know, go back a little time capsule to another time in my life. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, go check that out. I like the music. And so, uh, I'm not going to put music out. I don't like, and, uh, it's the type of guy you get. So, uh, also, uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast on today, you're listening to audio. Uh, and if you didn't know, we do have a YouTube channel as well. So you can watch my pretty face on video in my big hair. Uh, it's for you to see on YouTube, uh, wherever you are, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, leave a review, comment, subscribe, do all that shit because that is the way you support someone on the internet. You like and subscribe to their shit. Um, that's what I was taught growing up, uh, in church that if you, if you don't like and subscribe to someone, uh, wherever you're listening to their podcast on, um, you're probably going to hell, and uh, you can quote me on that uh, lightly, so don't don't be stingy. Um, I also stream video games on Twitch. Typically, I'm doing Thursdays, but I believe today, when this episode comes out on Monday, I just got a, a Super Mario uh, Super Mario 3D Land, no, 3D World. Not the 3D Land is one DS. I just got it for my Nintendo Switch, and I had never played the Wii U version, so I'm super excited to play... Uh, it uh, over on Twitch. So we're doing a special Monday stream. And then on um, Thursdays, we'll go back to usual every Thursday. I'll 
keep playing video games. Uh, great, great fun. Um, I know most of you have an Amazon Prime account, and one thing you can do if you have an Amazon Prime account, because Amazon owns Twitch, is if you have the account already, which a lot of people do, not for Twitch, but for, like, other things, uh, you can combine your two accounts. So instead of pressing the follow button on Twitch, you can press the subscribe button. Typically it's around $5 a month, but when you have a Amazon prime account, you get one free subscribe a month. And basically if you don't subscribe to me or anyone else, you're basically giving Jeff Bezos an extra $5 a month. And are you really going to be that guy putting more money into Jeff Bezos's pockets after you're already putting money into his pockets? I don't think so, folks. So don't be stingy. Uh, subscribe to me over on Twitch and watch me if you want to watch me play video games and uh, drink wine and cuss a lot because it's basically this show, but I can't edit anything like I already don't do on the show. So uh, that's 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 what you're getting over there. It's really fun. I always enjoy playing over there. Um, and then uh, if you want to support full throttle uh we do have patreon five dollars a month gets you ad free episodes of every show i make and every show that i will ever do and uh yeah it's pretty 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 neato pretty neat oh so nevertheless though uh best thing you can do the freest thing you can do like and subscribe to me wherever you're getting your podcasts and youtube and everything else so thank you my shwoke lords um, let's get on with the news because I don't need money, don't need fame, I don't need a credit card to ride this train. It's fun and exciting, but can be cruel sometimes, but it might just change your life. That, that's the power of love. And you know who said that? Huey Lewis. And you know who else backed up Huey Lewis? The news, which we'll be getting into right now. Uh, this one's a very exciting one. Um, former TSA agent convicted for tricking women into showing breast at LAX. Uh, this comes from NBC News. All right, let's get into this one. A former Transportation Security Administration agent who was accused of tricking a traveler into showing her breast as she went through security at Los Angeles International Airport pleaded no contest Friday to false imprisonment, authorities said. John Lamelli entered the plea to a felony count and was sentenced to 60 days in county jail. 52 classes addressing sexual compulsion and two years of probation. California's attorney general's office announced Lamelli was also barred from working as a security guard. Lamelli, Lamelli was charged with using fraud or deceit to falsely imprison the woman in June 2019, uh, the woman told investigators that Lomelli told her he had to look inside her bra to ensure she wasn't hiding anything. He had her hold her pants away from her waist for a check and then said he could he would take her to a private room for further security screening. Prosecutor said, but when they were alone on an elevator, Lamelli told the woman he could perform the screening there and ordered her to lift her shirt and show her breast. Then locked, looked down her pants, she said. Lamelli then told the woman she was free to go and added that she had nice breasts, authorities said. Oh, man, dude, you probably could have gotten away with it if you just didn't have nice breasts, miss. Um, what the hell? Okay, I haven't seen a picture of this guy. Um, let me take a look. Um, at this guy, I'm, I'm going to make a guess. Uh, let me remember to add a picture of him. Um, once I pull it up and then I'll say Jonathan Lamelli. 
So we're looking up Jonathan Lamelli. Okay, and XTSA agent. Apparently, that's a decently common name. Do you not have a picture of him? Come on, LAX. Show me the picture of this guy. I want to know what he looks like. Is this him? Okay. I don't think I'm finding a picture of this guy. Well, I don't have to edit that in. Um, I'm seeing guys that could be him. Um, but some of them look professional, and I'm going to guess uh, anyone who looks professional is not a TSA agent. Uh, that is the thing. Um, I think he probably could have got away with this if he just wasn't stupid, but uh, uh, apparently he uh, played himself, and playing yourself uh, is well known on Cancel Sweezy um, as a congratulations because you just played yourself. And... Uh, Folks, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a challenge to everyone listening this week. Uh, don't sexually harass women this week. Actually, never. But we're gonna make it a week. This week's challenge. If you have a problem sexually harassing women, uh, don't for this entire week. And and then we'll we'll catch up next week. And uh, after that, we're gonna not sexually harass women the next following week. So every week, it's a weekly challenge, but it's ongoing every week. And uh, if you win all of them. Uh, you don't get canceled. So let's make that pact this week, folks. We are not going to sexually harass women. I am not, and you won't either. So bless up. All right, next article I have here. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's stunt double says he's struggling to keep up with the star's weight gain. All right, uh, so we, we guaranteed one thing here. Uh, his uh, stunt double is not Micah Chrisman, so I don't think Micah would have that problem. And uh, I'm seeing the first sentence. Chris Hemsworth's stunt double is tired of eating seven meals a day to try to keep up with Hollywood actors' ever-increasing size. So, figured out, it's definitely not Micah, because Micah would not have a problem. Uh, Bobby Holland Hanton, who is currently shooting Thor, Love, and Thunder in Australia with Hemsworth, admitted he is feeling the pressure as the action man bulks up to be, in Hanton's words, the biggest Thor he's ever been. Appearing, appearing on Australian morning radio show Fitzy and Whippa on Monday, Hanton said that while Hemsworth may have impressed fans with his body transformation for the forthcoming Marvel movie, it was a grueling process behind the scenes. Everyone is like, wow, look at the size of him. But I'm like, yes, brilliant. Now I have to put on that size as well. I text him. I'm like, thanks very much, dude. This is going to be even harder this time. The 33 year old told the hosts Hanton who first teamed up with Hemsworth on Thor the Dark World in 2013 went on to say that he now takes no pleasure in eating because it has become full on every two hours we're eating it becomes a chore I don't enjoy eating at all every two hours he said as of the regimen Hanton added that while the diet and training was difficult on the body Hemsworth would like Hemsworth was fit as a fiddle I find carrying around the extra weight is difficult and hard to maintain on the ligaments, he said, but he's all good. Look at him. He's a man mountain. Uh, Hanton, who grew up in Portsmouth in the UK, has also doubled the for actors such as Henry Cavill, Ryan Reynolds, Channing Tatum, and Jake Gyllenhaal. His film credits include Mission Impossible, Fallout, uh, Quantum of Solace, and Star Wars Episode 
7, The Force Awakens. Hanton said he had to have back surgery after his stunt double role in Hemsworth 2020 movie Extraction, which featured a 12-minute long one-shot fight scene. Such death-defying stunts mean the performer has struggled to get health and life insurance. It's not easy to get it, he said. Um, so, um, so I, I assume, okay, I'm going to go with the last statement first. Um, with, like, it's not easy to get life insurance, obviously. I feel like just getting your own private insurance would not work. Um, however, with, um, I know with situations like that, um, you're more likely to get injured on the job, not just like out of nowhere. Cause I feel like with most health insurance, it's like, uh, probably not work related injuries. So, um, I'm not sure. I guess they're really stingy with their health insurance, but he's in the UK, US. He says he's, he's from the United Kingdom, but, uh, he li- but maybe he lives in the US. So yeah, it makes sense for like, Oh, you're, you're a stunt double. I don't know if we're going to be able to, uh, cover you but then like at the same time though like he's probably not going to get injured off the job he's more than likely getting injured on the job with that you have workers comp and shit like that so that's the situation um and i know some of us are thinking um is he going to be fat thor i'm guessing not if he's going to be a stunt if he's at that point he's not uh gonna be fat thor um pretty sure you can find anyone to be a stunt double uh for fat thor um including me i could be fat thor stunt double micah would be second after me not because um he is less fat than me (laughs) but because i'm better than him we all know that so that's something we understand he's eating for the the idea of building muscle which is a pain in the ass i never understand and when people say, like, I just can't figure out why I'm not gaining weight. Um, so it's very simple why you're not gaining weight. It looks like you're burning more calories than you're putting in. Um, so my suggestion is eat uh, very calorie, very high calorie foods. Um, and um, if you're just for the only sole purpose of gaining weight, not muscle, gaining weight, um, eat a tray of brownies every day. Um, if I did that... Um, I would be triple my size and, uh, back where I lost a significant amount of weight. I need to lose, I need to, I'm, I need to get back and everything. I think the dieting is like, uh, what's the fucking point? Um, but no, um, yeah, if I, if I eat like a tub of brownies every day, here's a good dinner idea. Uh, grab like a whole tin of rolls, uh, dip it directly in butter and uh, eat that. You will gain weight very quickly. And when I look good, drink alcohol one, it'll make you look bloated, and when you look bloated, it also means you're looking pretty fat. So, um, come to me with more life tips on how to gain weight. I am here to help anyone. Um, you like pizza? We better learn to like pizza, because that shit is great. And, uh, you're gonna be eating that a lot if you're just trying to gain weight, folks. So, if anyone... Now, there's eating disorders. We're not talking about eating disorders, folks. We're talking about people who are just like, I just can't seem to gain weight. Uh, it just fucking sucks. I just can't gain weight. And then everyone like who is like a normal American size, like shut the fuck up. So, uh, anyways, um, yeah, it sucks to be that guy because he's not like necessarily just like eating fucking like candy bars and shit. Like he actually has to eat like probably like chicken breast, maybe chicken thighs if he's lucky. Uh, I know with like the Marvel diet, the Marvel diets are like killer. It's like, I think Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans were talking once about how I was like, yeah, um, 
I never want to eat a piece of uh, boiled chicken ever again, which, yeah, I get that. So then you see like these guys in like their off season, um, like and then they have like more normal. And they're not just like shredded. They're just like normal bodies, shit like that. But uh, they don't look like me and they definitely don't look like Micah. They <laughs> Micah's a superhero. That'd be fucking funny. Um, nah, Micah's a villain. Uh, all right. Let's move on to the next article. We've been talking all enough shit on everyone. Uh, Gainesville City Commission strikes down free the nipple proposal. Rest of gender neutral ordinance to be voted on separately. This is from WCJB 20 ABC. Uh, also out of Gainesville, Florida. Uh, I believe that's where they're from. Gainesville City Commissioner struck down a part of a gender neutral ordinance Thursday evening that would have allowed women to be topless in public. The original proposal would have changed all city ordinances from using male and female pronouns to they them pronouns, ultimately allowing female nudity. Uh, commissioners unanimously voted to split up the issue of nudity standards from the rest of the ordinance. The proposal was originally put forward by Commissioner Adrian Hayes Santos in January. The Equity and Inclusion Commissioner will review the effects of a gender-neutral language change. In a 3-3 three three vote, the proposal allowing nudity was voted down. Mayor Lauren Poe and Commissioners Adrian Hayes Santos Reina Sacco voted for the order. Commissioners uh, Gail Johnson, Harvey Ward, and Gigi Simmons voted against. Uh, Commissioner David Ariola wasn't at the meeting. So I like how this is in Florida, where they it's just the fucking Wild West there. Um, and they're just like, you know what? We're just going to we're going to talk about a bill to allow women to be topless in public. This is what we're going to spend our time doing. And um I know what you're most of you're thinking, but Sweezy, what are your viewpoints on this? I'm going to tell you, folks, I'm all for seeing some boobs, okay? Even if they're not attractive. I'm like, I, if I see a 1 out of 10 woman, um, ugly as can be, and she's like, you want to see my titties? And I'm like, yeah, I'll see them. Uh, yeah, it's not like a big deal, you know? It's like, the, it's like just curiosity. Curios- curiosity on some nipples won't kill you. Curiosity... Didn't kill that cat. Okay, folks, you know, you know, someone who started an OnlyFans and it's like $5 a month, you know, and you can only, you only have to do one month. And you're like, you know what? I do want to see this person naked. So you sign up for the OnlyFans. I'm like, so that's what you look like naked. And I know my reactions are always, your nipples are a lot bigger than I thought they'd be. <laughs> so why is that? I don't know why that's always my thing. But anyways, folks, if we can all be as woke as Florida, we could all be topless and, uh, and shit, but apparently the world is not ready for that yet. The world is not ready for that. So, uh, nevertheless, he persisted, and so will I, and I will uh, move on to another article. A driver with not drunk sticker on his car was indeed very drunk, Oregon cop says. This is from the San Luis Obispo Tribune. All right, great, great name, great name. The driver of a car with a not-drunk bumper sticker was going more than 80 miles per hour when authorities in Oregon say they pulled him over Saturday night. They Then they found empty beer cans. A deputy with the Clackamas County Sheriff's Office spotted a fast-moving Volkswagen Jetta coming behind him that was clearly speeding. The Sheriff's Office said in a news release Monday, the driver, 41-year-old Jeffrey Dwayne Cannon of Portland, pulled over. 
But as the deputy approached, Ken's car rolled backwards about 25 feet and hit the front of the patrol car. Oh, according to the sheriff. No, I'm sorry. Bro. Oh, that's the worst thing that can happen. Um, oh, that's like the worst thing that could happen to anyone. Oh, I understand. You know, like when you don't necessarily pull off on your brakes enough and then like you're getting at you're getting ready. To, like you thought like you just put the car in park and then you didn't. And then you like step off of it for like a second and then you like catch it and freak out. Oh, man, that, that's That's rough, buddy. Uh, the deputy could smell the odor of alcoholic beverage coming from inside of the car. He knows an open can of bush light in the Jetta's cup holder officials say. Cannon looked confused and said he didn't know what happened, according to the sheriff's office. When the deputy searched the car, he reportedly found a half-full can of bush light, several empty beer cans, and a baggie of cocaine. Nice. The driver told the deputy he planned to party with a friend this weekend, according to the sheriff's office. Uh, the deputy conducted a sobriety test. When asked how he thought he did, Cannon responded, not good, uh, the sheriff's office said. Uh, however, Cannon also pegged himself as a four on his scale of 1 to 10, measuring how intoxicated he was. Cannon later provided a breath sample measuring 0.22 blood alcohol concentration. And that's nearly three times the legal limit of 0.08. Yeah, that's about three times. Uh, I did math in my head. Uh, the bumper sticker shown in a picture provided by the police says, not drunk, avoiding potholes. <laughs> Uh, Cannon was arrested and charged with possession of a firearm as a felon, DUI, in possession of a controlled substance, according to the sheriff's office. Wait a minute, isn't, um, isn't, like, it doesn't Oregon, like, legalize, isn't, like, every drug legal in Oregon or something like that? Um, possession of a controlled substance, uh, according to the sheriff's office. Um, yeah, isn't that, isn't that Oregon that passed that law? And it's not just because, like, everyone wants to do drugs there. It's supposed to help with, like, addiction problems and stuff like that. So it's not like a not like a jail thing uh, for that, folks. Um, don't be stingy. Um, no, I, it's pretty funny. Um, why didn't he just say, I was like, first of all, let's, let's, let's think of the irony here. If you put that bumper sticker on your car that says, not drunk, avoiding potholes, you can't you shouldn't even try to drink and drive at it just to begin with like you can't even think about it and second off when the cop pulled him over why didn't he just say that <laughs> so i'm not drunk just avoiding bottles like sorry we, there's like a can of open beer in your cup holder with some cocaine too a baggie of cocaine like come on man i really interested. that's why i think drug offenses are like i mean i get that that he shouldn't be in like intoxicated or on anything while he drives but like gonna take it all away are you gonna take the cocaine away man i mean at least take a sample of it i don't know i don't know come on man be cool okay be cool but now nah, i feel like this guy uh handled the situation in a bad way um also like this reminds me of, i need to get a like a uh, breathalyzer test um because like 0.8 is legal limit of driving one I think would be really fun. I guess we it would have to be a post-COVID life. You know, like you're, you're with your friends and they're like, I'm going to drive home. And you've had a little bit to drink there, bud. Um, he's like, oh, I'm fine. I'm like, all right, breathalyzer test. And then if it's um, until it gets down to point eight, then like you can't leave. That'd be the cool thing. And then I wonder like my limits, you know, like when I'm like pretty faded and uh, I'm like, I wonder, I wonder how it's my... Uh, blood alcohol concentration or whatever and i blow into it and see it is i just you know i just need to experiment a little bit you know uh be a little cool be cool with everything 
All right, so we got the final, final act of our news segment. Hell Pizza teams up with Adult Toy Store to include vibrators with pizza in Valentine's Day promotions. This is from News Hub. Um, if you haven't heard of News Hub, I haven't either, but I'm going to trust them. Be one of those things they have not steered me wrong ever because I've never heard of them. Uh, if you are star, if you're st- I, okay, let's learn how to read, buddy. Um, if you're staring down the barrel of a lonely Valentine's Day this week, perhaps only accompanied by your cat, we have news that bound to perk you up. Fast food outlet Hell Pizza has joined forces with Kiwi Sex Shop, Adult Toy Megastore, ATM, Adult Toy ATMS, uh, to give away a free mini bullet vibrator with every pizza sold this weekend. It combines two of a singleton's biggest vices, a whole pizza to themselves, and, well, you get the picture. Uh, with people spending more time at home, the campaign is intended to be a fun and lighthearted, strictly adults-only way to celebrate the modern day of love. A statement from... Uh, adult toy megastore reads the campaign is strictly r18 with adults needing to verify their age before opting in to receive the bullet toy when ordering a pizza online but it's unclear exactly what constitutes verifying presumably the same option uh, offered to customers before they buy alcohol online using targeted digital marketing hell has been able to carefully select media channels and target adults to minimize any risk of the R18 campaign reaching minors, the statement adds. During last year's lockdown, the online sex toy retailers reported sales went through the roof, tripling in New Zealand, Australia, and the UK. We're in a new era era for adult toys, says owner Nicola Relf. I have been in this business for more than a decade, and I'll never seen I've never seen a time where people are so open about their sex lives and exciting excited to try new things. Uh, recent results from rival company Love Honey echo the sentiment. A survey of its seventeen thousand Instagram followers found that pleasure air technology is increasing in popularity, and the classic rabbit is having a comeback. Uh, those keen on the hell adult toy megastore promotion will have to get in quick with stock limited to only 45,000 vibrators nationwide uh that's rough it's not the first time the takeaway outlet has used a controversial promotion method back in 2006 the advertising standards authority said today had been inundated I can't believe I fucking stuttered when I read that fucking word, inundated, uh, with complaints when the pizza company has included condoms in a mail out to promote its lust pizza. Then in 2012, a Wellington couple were outraged after their nine-year-old son was given a pan shaped like a blood-filled syringe as part of a promotion. Um, that's funny. First of all, can we, if someone's giving out free condoms, can we like chill the fuck out? Um, because like teen pregnancy is bad and kids are pretty fucking stupid Uh, i can tell i used to be one and uh i can tell you that they're most of them like i don't want to use a condom it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good no one likes the fucking feel of it but uh you're stupid and we don't want you breeding no that's why we're telling you to wear a condom um the second off um i feel this is uh only satisfying to 1.5 genders one being the ladies and the point five being for the random other people um, who have vaginas and like being pleasured in their vaginas. Uh, they, them, it's um, whatever you want to call them. They still have vaginas 
and that's how they get off with vaginas. Um, so don't be don't be that guy when I talk about this. Um, but what about the fellas? Because I feel like eating an entire pizza and then jerking off is definitely a man's Valentine's Day. And uh, why are they not offering fleshlights too? Okay, just the vibrators, just the vibrators. We're not we're not you know. Men need to jerk off. Men need men need sex. Men have that whole like jizz in our body. It's poison. We have to get it out. I feel like I feel like this is very sexist. You know what? I'm standing my ground on this. Hell pizza. Uh, sell some goddamn fleshlights with your pizza, okay? It's easy. You just nut in that. <laughs> you can just nut straight in them, and then you just have to wash it out. Cleanup's easy on your body, um, but not in the fleshlight itself. So uh, there's that. And, um, yeah, the verifying, yeah, because I order alcohol, um, you know, get delivered home because I'm lazy and, uh, but sometimes I'll go to the liquor store. Um, but, uh, no, the thing, yeah, no, basically what they do, basically what they do with the alcohol, um, I just show my ID and then like they, on their phone, they scan the back of my ID, just make sure it's legit. And then they're on their merry way. So, um. That's something to begin with, so the online part should be fine. But uh, where are the flashlights? Where where are the fellas? You think our just plain old hands are good enough? No, we need we need to make male sex toys great again. I think that's what we need to do. Uh, male sex toys. Let's be open, everyone. What's your favorite flashlight? Leave it down in the comments or whatever down below. But that's the news for today. Um, very exciting stuff. This episode is brought to you by Gamefly. Most of you are already aware of Gamefly, but for those of you who don't, it's the best video game rental subscription service for one low monthly fee. As a Twitch streamer myself, I can tell you there are two types of games. There's the games that you go back to time and time again. For me, that's... Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield are also games that I go back to time and time again. But you also have those types of games that you play once and then you never pick up again. And that's where I believe Gamefly is perfect for you gamers out there. Uh, most video games coming around $60 and this uh, with new consoles coming out uh, at the current moment. They can be upwards at $70 even then, and then you don't even include DLC when in regards to that. This is where Gamefly comes in perfectly, because for that one low monthly fee, you can just rent games, play them, and then when you're done with them, you send them back. I wasn't a big fan of Luigi's Mansion back when I played it in October, so I was easily able to send it back and get myself a new game in the process, which was perfect for me. Uh, just start playing other games. Just be able to open your horizons on what games you want to play with Gamefly is my personal favorite thing so uh for the low monthly price your first two months if you use the link in our description your first two months are only ten dollars so stop wasting so much money on video games stop spending sixty dollars on a game you're only going to play once use the link in our description today and you can start playing game more games rent games play as long as you want and when you're done just send it back they will send you a new game to play it's that simple so use our link in the description today for your first two months of ten with Gamefly. And just a reminder, when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. 
FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. They also have a fantastic clothing line so you can look good while you work out. Uh, with your purchase of any product with FNX Fitness, one thing I love is that they donate a gallon of water with every purchase you make to a child in need in a country that doesn't necessarily have clean drinking water, which is perfect. You get to feel good when you buy a product from FNX Fitness. Uh, you can start using their supplements. Work smarter, not harder with their supplements. That way you can get the most out of your workout, and so you no longer have to be fat. Hashtag pray for my So using the promo code SHWEGCAST or the link in our description today, you can save 15% off your purchase with FNX Fitness. Again, that is 15% off of your purchase when you support FNX Fitness and get a product from them. And a reminder that when you support our sponsors, you directly support this show. Okay, folks. So uh, I saw this TikTok and it made me mad. So every day when my students log into class, I have music playing. Now, if my students get there before the meet starts, uh, I tell them that they can pick the song of the day. Earlier today, one of my students stayed after class and they said that they had a request for the music for tomorrow. So this student goes, hey miss, can you play some classic rock tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, ACDC, Metallica, Pink Floyd, like you name it. And she looks confused and she's like, no miss, like Blink-182. So I failed her. I mean, it seemed like the only logical, the logical response there. And um, all I have to say is if you're a child, if you own a child, or if you made one your own, built it DIY, whatever you do, um, and if your child tells me that Blink-182 is classic rock, um, I might punch your child. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, but we're, we all have to agree um, that Blink-182 is not classic rock. ACDC's classic rock. Led Zeppelin's classic rock. Queen is classic rock. Uh, Def Leppard is classic rock. We, we agree that those are classic rock. But I swear to God... If you say Blink-182 and My Chemical Romance and Taking Back Sunday, Green Day could possibly be in there. But Green Day, um, our classic rock, um, uh, we're going to be, uh, I'm going to identify as a uh, fucking problem. So uh, there's that. So uh, parents be warned. Um, teach your kids that Blink-182 is not classic rock. Um, it is punk pop. And uh, uh, we don't put classic anywhere in that. Because uh, we already know it's a classic because it's punk pop. And so uh, with that, though, um, it reminded me um, I'm starting a new segment, um, which I call uh, Scraping the Bottom of the Barrel, where I uh, don't have ideas on what to talk about because I did not have a very exciting week. And uh, I read a BuzzFeed article. So. That's what we're doing, folks. We've gotten to this point. Um, I'm this point in the pandy where um, nothing, I have nothing to talk about. Not much. I have something after this, but I don't have much. So uh, here we go. Let's do this. So um, this was actually a very controversial 
uh, one that BuzzFeed put out, but it, but, but when I say BuzzFeed put it out, it's like they like BuzzFeed has a topic and then they like quote a tweet. Okay. Uh, titled from BuzzFeed, 18 things millennials do that are no longer cool anymore. According to Gen Z. Now the problem is, um, Gen Z is coming up to a legal age. And so we're all adults now. And when I have friends who date, who are in their thirties and they're like, well, yeah, we just didn't have a lot of common. Like how old is she? 22. I'm like, yeah, that's probably why you didn't have anything fucking in common. There's like a 10 year gay, like age gap dipshit. So, so I decided that with this new uh, segment called scraping the bottom of the barrel, uh, we're going to go through, um, all set 18 of these, uh, topics and I'm going to discuss them on my correct opinion. Um, my opinions, a lot of people call them my opinions. I refer to them as facts. And if you don't like that, um, in the most polite way I can possibly say it, suck my balls. So, um, let's get going here. 18 things millennials do that are no longer cool anymore. According to Gen Z by Buzzfeed. Wearing our hair in a side part. Now, I guarantee they better not be fucking talking about my hair. My hair is perfect. And that is something, if you don't like, you can fucking suck my balls about. Because I know that. Um, but no, I think that's more or less uh, referring to women in their side parts. And you know what? I'm going to say this. Um, I'm not trying to date anyone who's Gen Z. Um, honestly, they are a little too young for me. And, uh, and most of you know, I prefer women, older women, not like, not like old, old, you know, not like that guy, more or less. I'm dating, I'm, I'm still, I'm 27, I'll be 28 in August, so, actually, no, I think the day that, day this comes out? No, the day after, I'm 27 and a half, which is very stupid for me to know, but, um, no, so I'll be like 28 soon, uh, probably later this year, and, uh, weird thing so like i'm just like assuming like i'm just gonna date people in my 30s i'm already accepted like i'm 30 now like i don't know why like that's like a very sad thing it's like isn't like 30 supposed to be a big deal in someone's life i'm like eh, i'm just accepted it i'm like dating people in the 30 like in their 30s uh i'm just i'm usually people i hang out with are a lot older than me and all my friends are like in their 30s already so it's kind of like i've already accepted I'm, I'm basically already 30 in my 30s so at this point so um Nevertheless, though, um, I don't care about the side part. Unless you're talking about my hair, then let's fight. Um, next is one I took very personally. Wearing skinny jeans. Now, hold the fuck up. Um, you're not telling me that these fucking Gen Z dipshits going back to fucking Jinkos and fucking cargo pants and cargo shorts and shit like that. You can't be telling me that. Um, you can't be telling me, I know a lot of them were tights and then they're like, so they wear like the, you know, like the yoga pants, tights, shit like that. And then you're telling me skinny jeans are bad. What the fuck? First of all, it's cultural appropriation for you to say skinny jeans are bad because I'm emo and I will always wear skinny jeans because, um, it was not a phase. And so therefore, since it was not a phase for me, uh, I feel like, uh, personally attacking me for my choice of wardrobe, um, has to be some sort of cultural appropriation. I do not know if I'm using that term correctly, but I also don't care because they're offending me. 
And uh, uh, as the emo kid, I am. Um, they can tear it off my cold dead body, my skinny jeans. Um, I will not wear. I will not do that, even though I have not worn skinny jeans in a very long time, uh, because you only see me from the, the waist up, um, pulling a little Tom Holland shit every time I do this show, and, uh, that's the way it is, okay, next one, using the laugh cry emoji, uh, I'll make sure we put it up here, uh, so, um, yeah, why don't, I don't know, I, I mean, that's a weird one, because I get that a lot, because I'm fucking hilarious, and when I send my friends things, they laugh, because I'm hilarious, and that's a good way for them to express that, but what the fuck are Gen Z kids using the show, um, what they think is funny, you know what, fuck you, you know, you know what, just laugh, I mean, I mean, the best thing, I know a lot of friends, like, they do, like, you know, I know on uh, iPhones, you can do, like, a little ha-ha thing on a photo, where a comment or a love you know that shit and if you have an android um just get grow up and get an iphone okay like no one wants your flea market fucking photos um you can still use a pc i'll okay that you can still use a pc but you should fucking grow up and not use an iphone um all right the next one offended me uh showing off our hogwarts house first of all i'm sorry that your generation uh, does not have any good uh, media because it's too much. Um, Netflix and Pornhub and Disney Plus. Uh, your generation will never understand Hogwarts because we were kids when the books came out and the movie series is amazing. And the fact that you were talking shit about Harry fucking Potter uh, says a lot about your character, of uh, the character of being a little bitch. Uh, and so... Showing off our Hogwarts houses uh, shows off our characteristics and the people we strive to be every day. As a proud Gryffindor, uh, I will say, uh, go fuck yourself. And uh, so, yeah, no. But, like, you're talking shit about fucking Harry Potter? Like, come on. Come on. Like, you could say, I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter. I'm not into the movies. But talking shit like that it wasn't important to our lives, like, it's still important to our lives, okay? Um... I am going to hate you out of spite. Um, maybe you're just upset because you didn't get your Hogwarts acceptance letter. So uh, maybe that's why you're fucking bitter uh, because you never got one. I mean, I didn't get one either, <laughs> so I don't have much room to, to talk shit. But uh, I always talk shit, and uh, I do that for a living, and uh, you don't. So uh, fuck you. Uh, let's go, go Gryffindor. Uh, Weasley is our king, and... Um, Chug, Chudley Cannons, is that my team? Am I supposed to root for the Chudley Cannons? I guess I'll root for the Chudley Cannons, because the, the, I like the Holly Harpies, too, though. Like, the Holly Harpies are pretty cool. Uh, that's what Ginny played on. Isn't it funny how, like, all the Weezy kids, it was, uh, wasn't Bill, Charlie could have went pro, but he was really into dragons, and then Ginny was the other one, and she actually went pro, which is, like, really funny, like, the oldest and the youngest really was good, but then, like, all of them were, like, on the, I think, maybe, I can't remember if Bill was on the Gryffindor Quidditch team, but, like, all the other ones besides Percy, and he's appropriately named, because Percy's a bitch name, um, but, uh, they all played Quidditch, like, and they practiced all the time, and then Ginny was the best of all of them, 
and like her mom wouldn't let her play or whatever. Like, so that's pretty funny and great all at the same time. Um, anyways, no, I've talked too much about Harry Potter. So if you don't like Harry Potter, go fuck yourself. Um, well, no, if you talk shit on me for liking Harry Potter, go fuck yourself. Um, hold on. Micah texted me. Let's see what you see if it's anything important I can say to anyone. Um, oh, my mom just texted me. She texted me a photo. Oh, she took me. All right. I'm going to show this meme on camera and I'm not going to edit it in. I'm just going to show it right now. Listen, Winter, we're about to have words. So uh, that's the kind of shit my mom sends me. Um, next thing on our list from BuzzFeed. Um, using the word adulting. All right, you're right there. Yeah, that, is, that is pretty fucking stupid. You're right. You're right. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, like, all of these are wrong. Um, we can agree that some of this shit is stupid. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of millennial shit that I don't like. But I'm just saying... After, like, I'm just like, fuck you for talking shit on Hogwarts. And then you're like, uh, people who use the word adulting, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty fucking, uh, those people can die. <laughs> those people can fucking die. Um, this next one, I've, I, now I'm feeling boomerish when I see this one, taking selfies from above. Um, the only time I've ever done that was to like get an outfit in to my, to like a photo and it's also very hard to do. It's very, uh, yeah, it's very cool guy. It's very, because cool guys, they'll do the video, like, bottom up with, like, half the face gone on the ceiling. You're like, make sure the ceiling fan gets in, though. Make sure the ceiling fan gets in. And then you're like, good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just want to say hi. Hope you have a great day. Okay. But, um, I, I guess they may have some points. Um, the The idea of... I don't know if there's like a selfie photography, like how to do that. I, I wouldn't know. Maybe I should do like, maybe I should get a, cause I used to have Skillshare as a sponsor. Maybe I could get them back and I can take a selfie course. Like how to take good selfies. Uh, even if you're a fat piece of shit. So, uh, from, from Skillshare, uh, design business tech. And I think I kind of remember the ad read too. Um, let's move on. Uh, cause they do sponsor us. I don't think they're going to like me talking shit. Uh, having the, Oh, and number seven, having the audacity to look at the screen when taking a selfie. This one is very interesting. Um, because there's two trains of thoughts here because when you take a selfie, you also want to see what you look like when you take the selfie. But at the same time, uh, when you look at the camera, it's probably the most appropriate way to do it. And then also, it's very weird. Selfies are weird because it's not like professional photography. Uh, with selfies, what they are is you taking a picture of yourself. Um, and is it narcissistic? Maybe. Um, I don't want to speak on that because I scored too high on that test. And I'm still not happy about that because I played my fucking self when doing that. So, um, yeah, that, that may be like a photographer question. Um, best ways to use, take a selfie. Now, number eight, using the word selfie. Now there's a questionable thing here because, um, what else should I fucking call it? <laughs> so, um, I know there's the, it was the cheesy chain smoker song. That's like their first single that got them out to the world. First, let me take a selfie. No, I don't know how the music goes, but yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm saying, Gen Z, if we have a better word for selfie, um, I'm willing to use it. When uh, when it went from Baby Yoda to Grogu, 
I immediately told people to start calling him Grogu because if a trans person changes their gender and name, uh, we do not call them by their former name. We call them by their new name. And those same people were still calling Grogu Baby Yoda. And so I swooped in, did the shwoke thing, and told him, we are no longer calling Baby Grogu Baby Yoda. We're calling him Grogu. That is his name. And we will be calling him that. Okay, folks? So if they have a better word for selfie, then let's do it. But uh, until then, uh, you kind of go fuck yourself because there's no other good name. Nine, I don't agree with. Saying doggo. Now, how do you, how do you like, refer to a, a big pupper? If you, if you have a doggo, that's what the thing, though, is. Because um, a doggo is a big pupper, and then a pupper is a small doggo. So what the fuck are we going to call them? Um, maybe you should kind of fucking do your fucking research instead of fucking watching Fox News or whatever you do. I don't want to, like, starting a war with Gen Z here. I'm like, fuck you. All right, so these next couple are actually very important because these this actually is a, a thing we should all actually pay attention to. And I agree with these next couple. Actually, um, so we're on number 10, uh, and up to 16, I actually agree with. So um, let's let's just go into it. Liking coffee, and this is like liking coffee as a personality. Now, um, I like coffee a lot, and uh, I, you know, if if you've known me for more than five years, like I have my own grinder. I mean, I'm have a coffee subscription. Hopefully, they sponsor the show soon. Uh, shit like that. I like getting nice fresh beans. I like you know grinding in the grinder, pour over or AeroPress, one of the two. You know, I, I like coffee. Um, but I think what they're referring to is those bitches who get Frappuccinos from Starbucks. And they're like, I love coffee. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Starbucks isn't bad. I used to talk shit on Starbucks a lot. Starbucks is not bad. Like, just their standard drip coffee is fine. I've, I've, I used to be super strict on my coffee. Now I'm like, as long as you grind the beans, I'm fine. Like, because pre-ground beans are just fucking gross. If you had, if you, if you, if you gone like a month, two months, uh, drinking like, uh, you know, fresh coffee, like where you grind the beans before you use it. Like that's what changes fucking things. Like I used to be pretty strict on how I liked it. Like I made sure water was good and everything. Now I'm like, um, like Nashville tap water doesn't taste like shit as long as it's cold. But also like that also says a lot too. Like, I mean, I like, it doesn't like tap water only tastes good, like cold. And so as long as I mean, and that doesn't matter to coffee, that's good. Um, but, you know, when you make it your personality, it's like coffee. I, I can't live without coffee. And it's like, oh, go fuck yourself. Um, next one also kind of refers to me, but not really because I have an identity. I've created my identity, as you haven't known. If you, uh, where This is the 19th episode of this podcast. Uh, and then, like, there's thousands of other, there's a bunch of other uh, casts. So if you don't know who I am, uh, yeah, well, you'll figure it out. Uh, liking pizza. And now I really like pizza. Like, I'm telling you. Uh, probably one of my favorite foods, pizza, like easily eat it all the time. Um, and when I'm not dieting, I do eat it all the time. And then when I do diet, I figure out a diet version of it because this type of guy you're getting. Um, now, um, 
yeah, like I said, like uh, enjoying pizza is not a bad thing. This, but they're, the idea of like, uh, what's your, uh, so what are your interests? Uh, pizza and coffee or like those two stuff. Um, yeah, buddy, you're not an interesting person. Like we need to stop you. Stop trying to be famous. And I think that's a lot of problem with like millennials and shit. Like they'll, they just act like, oh, I, I want to be famous. And so they'll trade pictures like they're like an Instagram influencer, which is not also just fucking stupid thing to be like. You're not fucking talented. You're maybe just hot if you're at best. Uh, but no, it's, it's this. I don't know. This idea is like, yeah, you don't have a personality. It's like <sighs> I'm going to tell you this, folks, and I'm not trying to fucking brag. I'm just trying to tell make a point. Uh, I've gone on dates and I've gotten phone numbers of super attractive women. I'm telling you like 10 out of 10s. Uh, how did I do that? I'm funny. And, uh, one thing you learn though, is, uh, a lot of attractive people don't have personalities and their whole personalities are based around their looks because they didn't have to get a personality. (laughs) That sounded like I had a heart attack when I sneezed. Um, so, but no, so it's like a lot of good looking people are just fucking, you know, you mean like the ditzy, beautiful woman, you know, it's because they didn't have to learn the talent because they're good looking. That's why you meet like models that, that could be a little, eh, a little on there, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I really like models though. So if you're a model, hit me up, but I'm not trying to talk shit on models. I'm trying to, I'm talking shit on people with no personality who are just hot and have no personality. And so, yeah, that's, I think that's the idea they're going for is like, oh my gosh, uh, buy me pizza and touch my butt. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one, uh, not liking pineapples on pizza. Okay, but that is a red flag. First of all, if someone likes pineapple pizza, that's a fucking red flag. Um, you're putting fucking fruit on a fucking pizza. Uh, get the fuck out of my life. I'm a purist when it comes to pizza. I believe in you got a good crust, sauce, a good tomato sauce, no chunks. I do not believe in chunks in the tomato sauce. I hate the texture of it, and I don't like it. Uh, smooth tomato sauce cheese which could be debatable but nevertheless i'll persist and if you're gonna go with the topping one meat choice i know people go like meat lovers or like five meat toppings and or two toppings or whatever like that i'm a big believer in one protein style topping so um that's what a pizza purist is all about and i will die on that ledge and, uh, in, like I said, it's a protein amount and you're like, but I'm vegetarian. Like, well, and then you should eat a cheese pizza. Don't fucking around with anything fucking else. Okay. But also, so yeah, that's a red flag. But also when you base your personality, it's like, ah, people who like quantum pizza are against my religion. Go fuck yourself. Um, liking bacon also is there, um, bacon is good. And, uh, I don't know. They're not saying bacon sucks. Someone, I think someone on the article, the tweet that was with it, they were like, bacon is fucking gross. I'm like, you're fucking gross, first of all. Um, second of all, uh, bacon is great, um, but I do understand we may have overhyped it. So um, I get you. I get you there. <laughs> um, next one, number 14, saying, I did a thing. Um, yeah, you got a haircut. Okay? Like, I get it. Like, you got a haircut saying I did a thing, uh, is not something you should be, uh, using that phrase for, okay? (laughs) Um, number 15, 
uh, like I said, up to uh, up to sixteen is uh, ones I agreed with. Um, so we're on number fifteen, proclaiming you're a hashtag girl boss. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, a bitch, you're selling Mary Kay makeup. Uh, you are not a CEO of anything. You uh, you sell makeup from your car. Now, I'm not shaming you for doing that job, uh, but shut up about being a girl boss because uh, Mary Kay is like the very edge of being a pyramid scheme. And uh, I don't think their products are bad, but um, stop with the girl boss shit because it's not funny and it's not good. Or if you work like a minimum wage job and you're like, girl boss, I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> or you own an Etsy store, which I probably will buy from you. Uh, you're like, I'm a girl boss. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the last and final one on the uh, I agree with this list um, is uh, being obsessed with wine as a personality. It's like, I like wine. And now I know some of you are like, but Sweezy, don't you like wine? And for those watching on the YouTube, you see me holding a glass of wine and you're going to watch me take a sip of wine. And to those people, I say, I want to treat you like people who smoke weed and only talk about weed. I had a roommate in college who bought a giant fucking weed plant flag and hung it on his wall. I'm like, do you not think this is fucking trashy? Like, if I bought, like, a Bud fucking light, like, billboard put in my room, isn't this fucking trashy? It's like a difference between weed smokers and, like, alcoholics. It's like... It's like alcoholics are like, yeah, I like beer. I'd be willing to be like, I love beer. And then like weed smokers are like, it's my personality, which also probably comes on this list. That could probably be slash I love smoking weed. Um, yeah, um, that's on personality. Um, we can also include men who uh, like craft beer. And that's their personality. Um, that's not a personality. That is something you enjoy. And just because you enjoy something does not make it a personality. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk, um, which I've been thinking about doing. I'm like, I'll probably do a TED Talk on foreplay eventually. You know, I'm the foreplay king. I'm going to do one on foreplay eventually. We're on to 17. We've got two more left. Um, this one. Okay, let's just go one at a time. Uh. Associating the term black dress with 303. <sighs> I like I just breathed out for dead air. Um, black dress with the tights underneath. Okay. That, that, you don't fucking understand how relevant that song was when it came out. You know, you heard it all the time and you're like, this song's fucking stupid. But then you liked it. You know, you're like, you wants to touch me. Woo. You want to hold me. Woo. You know, like a black dress with the tats underneath. Okay, you don't understand us. You don't understand our generation. And you don't understand 303 that, like, a year and a half they existed. Uh, in my mind, they probably still exist in the real world. Um, but only for, like, a year and a half in my mind. So, um, do not disrespect 303, even though... 
I will always disrespect Rick 3. Only I'm allowed to do that. I've, I've uh, taken the term uh, to do that. So, in the last and final one is taking BuzzFeed quizzes a little too seriously. That's how you know someone's a little brain damaged when they're like, oh my gosh, uh, I'm, I'm fucking uh, bugged money from the Looney Tunes. Uh, let me... Give us your birthday and we'll tell you what Looney Tunes character you are. I'm like, yeah, that's probably, that's probably fucking, yeah, you're probably a little brain damaged there, bud. Uh, we're going to need to uh, not let you drive ever again. Uh, what, what other ones? Like, uh, tell us what kind of poop you had this morning. We'll tell you a fortune from Harry Potter. Like, oh, okay, don't, don't, don't be believing that shit. Um, we're going to probably have to, we're going to need to take you out of anything serious for the rest of our lives. So um, that is my reaction to BuzzFeed. Um, so we're ending our segment on uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel with Shweezy. Um, but no, um, let me take a take a breath here. Uh, I I listened to a podcast. Uh, it's a really good. It's a really good podcast. Uh, I'm gonna try to say a little bit serious while I do this. Um, it's probably not gonna be that serious, folks. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, uh, I listened to the podcast Chasing Cosby. It was done by uh, the Los Angeles Times. Uh, very well, very well done. Very well orchestrated. Very well researched. Very well articulated, and uh, the the facts very well done. I think it's like an independent news source, so they're just like, um, we don't have to give shit about anything. Um, so uh, for those of you who don't know who Bill Cosby is, uh, the Gen Zs who have still not been offended. Um, Bill Cosby, uh, he was the he was on a show called I Spy, and then he had his own show called The Cosby Show, uh, which I watched a lot when I was a kid. At least um, I think I was pre I was like baby dumb when it was airing, but uh, I watched a lot of reruns on Nick at Night. It was a I'll say this: uh, Bill Cosby is kind of a sleaze bag, um, but the show was pretty good. And I mean, I've always thought in a while like. Can we separate the art from the artist? But I kind of understand after listening to this. This dude was fucking a monster. Um, but, you know, like Bill Cosby, um, for those of you who didn't know, um, over his course of his entire fucking career, uh, he drugged and raped over 60 women. 60 at least came forward. There's probably more. I want to be honest, there's probably more. But that's way too many fucking women. Like, that is way... Like, obviously, one is bad enough to normal people. But then you think about, like, John Wayne Gacy got, like, 30 kills before he got caught. I think, yeah, and then, uh, I know, uh, the good-looking one, um, Jesus fucking Christ, he played Zac Efron played him. And some of you were like, I know who the fuck this is, I know who the fuck this is! Um, uh, Ted Bundy. That's what I'm thinking about. And we're like, it's Ted Bundy. It's Ted Bundy. Sorry, say Ted Bundy. I know. Like, I know. I've listened to podcasts before. I know what you're thinking about. Um, like Ted Bundy, I think admitted to at least murdering thirty, sixty. God damn, dude! What the fuck? <laughs> you know, if you hear, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a normal person. But if I hear like a close friend of mine get caught with raping drugging and raping 60 women i'd be like bro what the fuck is going on with you 
Like, I'm not sitting silent. I'm saying something. I also talk a lot, so I'm always saying something. And that's why I have a podcast. So to all the teachers out there who said I talk too much on my grade cards that were sent to my parents, uh, you can go fuck yourselves now because look what I'm doing. I'm talking to people on the internet. Um, God damn. Like, you just think of, like, the number and how many years he's actually, like, 60 women. God damn. I don't know, like, we're making, like, these women look like arbitrary numbers, but, like, I know, which I know, I know. I listen to the, I listen to the fucking podcast, okay? This dude's a, dude's a fucking monster. Um, uh, but, uh, he, the weird thing is, and this is, like, a similarity with Jeffrey Epstein. He used the same move every time, unless it was, like, a woman's like, I have a headache. I'm like, oh, here, I have a, I'm feeling really sick. Here, I have some pills to make you feel better. Only time, and then, honestly, at that point, it's like, they took the w- drugs willingly. Um, every other time, it's like, he's like, oh, it's like, do you want a glass of wine? And then she's like, I don't drink. And then he, like, sips some of her or something like a, like, oh, I have an alcoholic-free apple cider or something like that. Because I know you told me he didn't drink, but I did drug this. Wine <laughs> Boom pops, uh, dude. I don't know. Like that. It's he's such a fucked up dude. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no. He used the same move every time. He's just like here, uh, here. Take this glass of wine, and then you're like, oh, thank you, Bill Cosby. Let's talk about my acting career now. And then you take a sip, and then they're fucked up <laughs> for the whole entire thing. And then he just rapes them. And, like, his response was, like, oh, I thought you had an orgasm. Like, that's not the way to respond to that. Um, William Cosby. Um, Yeah, he's, I don't know, like, there's the remorse part of it. Like, I've, I mean, I've been with women, and I've I've obviously been with women who are like, I I shouldn't have been with you last night. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Was this like, um, and then like me and my mind, like, wait, I, if it was non-consensual, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't mean it that way or shit like that. You know, like being like a non piece of shit. She's like, no, no, it was consensual. It was, but uh, she was like, no, it's consensual. I'm like, thank fucking God. Uh, no, I remember when the Me Too movement started, me and some friends were just like, um, I'm really having to think about like, have I been shitty to women? Um, only to girlfriends. <laughs> but not the way Bill Cosby was shitty to people. Um, that's way past what I've ever done. I'm actually nice to people I date. I'm literally not nice to uh, literally everyone in my life. And that's a therapy question. Um, uh, one thing I thought of... Uh, oh, yeah, he was like... I feel like... I'm going to be honest with y'all folks. I feel like Bill Cosby could have got it consensual sex. I don't know why he felt the need to drug and rape the women. I feel like he could have gotten it consensual. And then we think about like Harvey Weinstein and he went the way, obviously I'm going to, I'm going to say this firsthand before y'all could get up on your app, uh, show a stick up your ass. Uh, I don't think what he did was good either. Okay. But I'm saying I'm saying, though, he was like, well, if you want me to help you with your acting career, I want you to suck my dick. That's what Harvey Weinstein did. And obviously it's not right, but I'm saying that's still better than what Bill Cosby did. Like, we can we can at least say some things are better than others. OK, you know, I'm, I'm willing to say that uh, because 
I don't feel like he should have drugged and raped those women at all. Like, you know, I don't. I don't think he should have done that. I don't, I don't think he needed. Okay, well, I'll refer to this. I don't think he needed to do that uh, because um, Bill Cosby was famous. And I feel like, and I know with, like, women, like, you know, like, women were obsessed with, like, Ted Bundy. They were obsessed with the Night Stalker and shit like that. So, like, women are stuck with that. Like, women are obsessed with, like, fame, money, like, and then, like, because they're not, like, that into looks. They're more into, like, um, are you famous? Are you successful? Do you have money? Shit like that. Men are like, uh, are you hot? Because that's, I'll, I only want to bang women that are hot. I don't care about your personality. I care about the personality because I have mental health issues. That we all know of, but um, I don't think like he needed to drug and rape them. I feel like he could have gotten the sex, like, and he could have even talked his way into it being consensual. All right, I'm still not saying this is good. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't agree with him, but it's not. It's definitely not good. Okay, it's definitely not good. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, this guy is pretty fucked up. You like, you hear the shit like he did, and like he would like contact the parents. And be like, I'm going to treat your daughter as if she was my daughter. And, uh, you know, if I, if I meet someone, if I have a daughter and uh, another grown ass man says, I'm going to treat your daughter like my daughter and they rape my daughter, I'm not going to be happy about it, you know. And there's like one guy uh, who was like, oh, I like Bill Cosby. And then like his girlfriend, I think wife at the time or something like that was like, uh. It's like, oh, you know, Bill Cosby raped me, and he talked about that. I'm like, yeah, you know, if we were dating at the time, I would have beat the shit out of him and gone to jail. I'm like, yeah, why hasn't anyone beat the shit out of Bill Cosby? Uh, Because if uh, I would say if anyone raped anyone I know, uh, we're just going to fight. That's all we're going to do. We're going to fight because that's all I know how to do. We can call the cops as much as we want, but uh, we're going to fight. I'm willing to fight. Like, if I was a security guard at a rape trial and then some guy just got up and started attacking the rapist, I'm going to wait a couple seconds before I get him off of him. I'm like, well, hey, stop it. Stop it. Hey, man, I told you to stop it. Come on, man, don't don't make me do anything. Come on, stop it. And he's just beating the shit out of the person. I'm like, come on, man, I don't want to have to pull you off. Come on, stop it. Come on, man. All right, and then you, then you finally go over and stop him. Maybe let him get another punch in. I don't know. I'd let him get another punch in. That's what I would do in a rape trial. Um, but, uh, no. Dude, that Bill Cosby guy. Fucking man. It, it's just so sad um, because he was considered America's dad. And then he learned America's dad rapes people. And then that also kind of makes sense in the long scheme of things. Um,. Wow, I've really gotten, I'm really feeling down on this. Why did I fucking want to talk about this on my podcast? Why did I want to talk about fucking a psychopath who drugs and rapes women, like, and a lot of times, you know, like, rape and, like, molestation and shit like that, like, that sticks with you for, like, your whole life, and you feel, like, damaged, you feel like a broken fucking human individual, and... The fact that, like, Bill Cosby would just be like, well, you know what, if she maintains a 3.0 GPA at college, I'll just pay for it. And then it's like, uh, what do I have to do to fucking get this out? Shit like that. Like, he was into this shit. That's the fucking weird thing about that. Like, 
how Bill Cosby, and I think about like his wife too, like his wife just allowed it and she was okay with it. I, I, I just have a lot of questions about her. Um, I'm going to guess she's an asexual individual. And uh, anyone who listens to the show knows asexual people in relationships are pieces of shit. Uh, pieces of shit. We need like a special thing for that. Pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. So that's what I'm guessing. It, and that's why she's still with him and shit like that. And I can't imagine like she didn't allow him to keep doing that. Like she was probably like, you know what? I don't want to have sex with you. Um, figure it out for your fucking self. And uh, that's when the rapes began. So I kind of think she's probably at. She's probably part of the problem, folks. Um, but I didn't expect this to bum me out as much as it has. So uh, let's I'm moving on. This episode is brought to you by Duke Cannon Supply Company's Beer and Bourbon Box. Duke Cannon hails from a simpler time, a time when the term handyman was redundant, a time when chivalry wasn't considered old-fashioned. Duke Cannon's purpose is simple, to make superior quality grooming goods that meet the high standards of hard-working men. In the history of great duos, the partnership of beer and bourbon is even more important to our way of life than mac and cheese, or if you're across the pond, fish and chips. Comes complete with three big beer soaps, a delicious scented sandalwood soap made with old Milwaukee beer, a fresh citrus woodsy offering made with Deschutes fresh squeezed IPA, and a warm cedar scent made with Budweiser and one Big American Bourbon Soap, a rich oak barrel-scented bar made with Buffalo Trace bourbon. A perfect gift for the gentleman who needs to appreciate a fine drink and a distinguished fragrance. Women love a distinguished fragrance, and this is perfect for that man in your life. Use the link in our description today, and that way you can get free shipping on your order over $20. And when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. This episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Are you depressed, feeling too lazy to cook for yourself? Are you wanting to support local restaurants in your area because they're struggling due to the pandy? Well, DoorDash is here to save the day. If you don't know of DoorDash, they bring you food you are craving directly to your door. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local favorites and your favorite national chains such as Chipotle, Wendy's, and even the Cheesecake Factory. Your favorite restaurant is still open for delivery, so download the DoorDash app using the link in the description of this episode. It's all contactless delivery to keep my community and yours safe. Get $10 off each of your first three DoorDash orders over $15 when you sign up using the link in the description. Again, that's $10 off your first three orders over $15 when you use the link in our description. And when you support our sponsors, you also support this show. All right, folks, it's time for me to solve your relationship problems. Um, you know, uh, if you don't know, I solve relationship problems on this episode. On these shows, um, you know, my friend Josh Casey, he wrote a book, author of uh, Tracking Desire, A Journey After Swallowtail Kites. Uh, he said he hadn't had marriage problems in eight years, and uh, we met eight years ago. So um, figure it out for yourself what saved his marriage, because it was me. I gotta close the browser real quick. Holy shit. Burping all the time in this show. Alright, the first one I got. I want to cheat on my husband. 
I have been wanting to introduce polyamory into our relationship for a while. I waited until we were in a very healthy spot to bring it up to him, but he turned me down. So now I'm struggling with wandering eyes. I don't actually want to cheat on him, but the desire is there like heavy. How can I curb these feelings? Oh, wow. Uh, I love him and I love being with him, but I feel like I'm torturing myself. Um, the, the reason you're torturing yourself is because you're a piece of shit. Um, polyamory, uh, is only good if you're a piece of shit. And, uh, this idea that you're like, you know what? I want to be with someone else. And your husband's like, no, uh, your husband's the mentally sane one there. You bitch. Um, you're a horrible fucking human being. Um, maybe you're, it's okay to be bored sexually with the person you're with. I, I definitely believe that like after a while it's like you're having sex with the same person all the time that's why i feel like porn is a good thing because like with porn like you get to pretend you have sex with other people and shit like that you know just like you know when you have sex with your husband just pretend it's with someone else and don't fucking say their name during the sex okay um but if you the idea if you want to cheat on your fucking husband makes you a piece of shit ride or die also out by me out now on wherever you get your music um so ride or die bitch that's all i have to say for you because it's not like you're a piece of shit uh people who are into polyamory and uh people who are asexual who get into ride or die relationships um just a reminder you're a piece of shit and i hope you take offense to that and that's the whole point of this show uh i think of her too often want to help oh buddy i don't want to relate to your problems <laughs> Uh, friends with this girl and I started having noticeably strong feelings a while ago, like strong brain chemical feelings that made me feel warm and fuzzy around her. Anyway, I suppressed the heck out of those feelings because I was not in a good place in life and had low self-esteem. We still hang out infrequently because I live like three to four hours away. Although I suppress my emotions pretty deep down, they are, of course, are still bubbling to the surface and causing me to hyperfixate on how much I want her. But apparently I'm really bad at expressing my feelings. And when I tried recently, I didn't even look her in the eye because I'm very inexperienced. Feels bad. I guess never been motivated enough to flirt or ask women out 20 years old, by the way. Anyway, I'm open to suggestions on what to do. All I have to so far is try to look her in the eye and say how I feel, but I'm sure I will fuck it up somehow. All right, buddy. I wish I didn't identify with you, but I do. Okay. One thing I will say, though, is uh, some, I understand this idea of you put, like, this warm and fuzzy feeling around her, and um, I get that same way with women, and I... Uh, I'm obviously not in a ride or die relationship, but I understand the feeling. And, um, I guarantee like, a, you're luckily good enough to say only your side of the story. And I don't know anything about her makes it good because I will not call her a bitch, which is a very good thing, uh, for me to do. But, um, one thing you gotta do, but, uh, you gotta take her off this pedestal. You're on, you like, you like being around her, obviously. Um, but, um, this idea of like you like being around her is not helping your penis at all. And, uh, that's one thing you should do. So take her off that pedestal. Um, I'm gonna be honest, like you like being around her and that's okay to enjoy being around someone. A lot of people I enjoy being around Micah. I enjoy being around. Uh, and it's not because I make fun of him or shit like that. Uh, you know, Josh, we talked about him. He doesn't like getting his penis touched, but I still enjoy being around him. 
Um, this told me I stand on my watch. Um, but anyways, no. Um, so obviously there's this pedestal idea you have. Um, so you may need to take her off that pedestal and uh, figure out your own shit. Figure out your own enjoyments. Um, but I obviously understand where you're coming from. Where like you like the person you are when you're around them. Um, plenty of uh, pop lyrics about the very same subject. Um, that's a hard thing. Um, only thing I can kind of like suggest you do, because uh, sounds like getting nervous around her, obviously, because you're a normal fucking twenty uh, year old. Um, at least just trying to figure out like if she is interested in you back. Uh, try to kind of like coax into her, and be like, "Do you maybe maybe do you want to fuck me?" And then she'd be like, yeah, I want to fuck you. I want to ride your dick and shit like that. And then be like, oh, really? Because I'd love for you to ride my dick. Um, probably not like that. Um, it's probably not the best way to, to go about things. Um, but no, um, maybe at least try to get some feelers. The best thing I can suggest for you is try to get some, one, first of all, take her off that pedestal you put her on because she's probably not that good. Uh, second thing I will say is at least get some feelers out there being like, um... Do you just see me as a friend? See me as a ride or die? I don't know. On all your uh, streaming services, where you where you get your podcast, um, you know you got to get a feel for that. Like feel, you kind of understand what you got to understand how she sees you, and when you understand how she sees you, you're gonna understand uh, the entire relationship uh, because women are weird like that, and uh, I don't represent all women, but. I've been with a lot of women, uh, not bragging, just making a point. So, um, basically you need to talk to her, just kind of understand how she sees the friendship rela- relationship in the like platonic sense, at least, at least understand that and then move forward from there because that's going to be the only way you stay sane. All right, here we go. Let's go to the next one. Uh, significant other said, I love you during sex after three weeks dating. Okay. The guy I've been seeing said, I love you to me during sex. It wasn't in a heated moment, but during a sweet moment when he, we stopped for a minute for a break and things were very calm. He said, I think I'm in love with you. And as soon as he did, I started to babble and he changed the subject and restarted the sex again. It's only been a few weeks of dating. We've been talking for a month before that, but we've barely been able to stay apart and we have such a strong connection. The topic of exclusivity has come up already, though. Nothing was actually decided. We both said how we haven't felt like this in many years. I can't tell if he meant it, but now I just want to say it back. Am I crazy to believe he meant it after such little time? So there's this theory. So men, men go, there's this idea of with men, you need to have post nut clarity um, for the women who don't know what that is. And maybe like the men like Josh Casey, who don't know who that is. Um, it's the idea of uh, if you're going to make an important decision with a woman, um, you need to jerk off beforehand because sometimes you're just fucking horny and you need to make sure you're not horny before you make a very important decision. Shit like that, you know? Um, but there's a difference when you're actually with someone doing that. Because when you're with someone, you're like, oh, man, you got me off. You sucked my dick and shit like that. And you made me come. It's like, oh, I fucking love you. <laughs> because I feel that way, you know? It's like, oh, man. That's why, that's why when you're in a relationship and you have a good sex life. It's great because then you get 
that and you can say I love you and it's not weird. <laughs> but with your situation it probably was a little weird. Um basically what I'll tell you to do since you feel like you want to say it back but aren't sure um make see if he wants to say it when you're not having sex because um when he's with you and like you're sucking his knob and you're you know you're milking the cow there um after all that shit and stuff like that you're like oh man I fucking love you (laughs) shit like that you know I, I mean I get it like um sex is not the best place to say I love you for the first time for a man uh so ladies um listening if he says i love you during sex um he might not mean it and uh because uh that's how life works and i don't make that rule i'm just letting you all know on the internet so um see if he still says that shit when you're not having sex and if he is honest about it maybe maybe he has a workout you know what Uh, good for you all right, next one. What to do if a girl is being really confusing? Uh, and in parentheses, I'm dumb. So background on the situation. I asked her out, and she said that she didn't like me that way and that we should be friends, which I'm a 1,000% okay with. But after she rejected me, she started asking me questions like if she's hot, and she started calling me daddy and making lots of suggestive jokes because I get flustered easily. I told her that we should not do that stuff if we're trying to be just friends, and she just said she was kind of disappointed but understood my reasoning. Fast forward a bit, and we've started joking constantly, and she keeps making these suggestive jokes. She said last night that she's sorry and that she's being super confusing and she's and she herself was confused. But man, I'm cool with just being friends. But the stuff she says puts me through a loop. What should I do? Um, the first thing I would do is forget this fucking bitch because, um, first of all, me and Mike had a conversation like stop calling women bitches. I'm like, okay, there's some women that are bitches and there's some women you don't call bitches. Uh, this is a woman you call a bitch. And, uh, yeah, she is a fucking thought, my friend. Um, you could be friends with her all you want, but honestly, um, realize this, you gotta, you have to realize this situation. Um, I feel like you can still be friends with this person. Obviously you understand and you're okay with just being friends, but you're going to have to understand that uh, she's going to flirt with you and she's going to make you try to make you feel like you're the boyfriend. And so there's boyfriend. So if for those who don't know, there's sometimes men, some men will, some women will have boyfriends that get to fuck them. And then they'll have another male friend who does all the boyfriend shit with them, like going to flea markets and uh, apple picking and dumb ass fucking shit like that that no man likes but will do to get their dick sucked except for josh casey who just does it anyways um so that's that's a very good equilibrium in a relationship is hey i will go do this dumb boyfriend shit for you but you're sucking my dick later and some women realize hey i can have a guy who i have sex with and a guy who does all the apple picking and flea market shit with me. So this woman wants you to be her, um, what the kids call a simp for her. Um, basically what I'll say is she's not interested in you. She doesn't want a relationship with you. Um, so make her know that and put her in the friend zone because, uh, she's the thought and she needs to be put in her fucking place because this person sounds toxic. Um, but you can still be friends with toxic people. 
mean, Mike is still friends with me. So, I mean, y'all know the situation there. Um, so yeah, this person is kind of toxic and, uh, toxic in the relationship sense. So just be like, Hey, look, I'm not interested in you anymore. Just be at the mind. Like, I'm not interested in you anymore. So when you come on to me, that's, that's you thing. If you want to date me, you're probably going to have to put in some effort there, bud, because, um, I'm not into you anymore. And, uh, she'll decide who she is from there. And, uh, that's where the fun begins, my friend. So, uh, friend zone that bitch and, uh, move on with your goddamn fucking life. Okay. Girl said she'd hang out with me depending on what we do. What does she mean? I've been talking to this girl since May last year, then stopped because she got back with her ex. Then she hit me up last week saying she broke up with her ex and that we should hang out. I then asked her if she wanted to hang out tomorrow and she gave me the I'm busy thing and was taking usual unusually longer to respond than usual. So I asked her if she wanted to hang out. She then said, depending on what we do, what does she mean by this? Okay. Uh, so I write music about this, this specific individual topic. Um, we live in the internet age where, so let's, let's just think about it. Like if you watch any nineties sitcoms or eighties sitcoms or anything like that, um, if you agreed to go on a date with someone, they're like, Hey, let's meet up here. Let's go on a date. Let's have a good time. And they, you know, you, you decided to go on the date. You didn't have a cell phone. So you just went to the location to meet up. And if they never showed up, they're the shit person. Now, fast forward to now, uh, we live in a society. Okay, god damn it. Why did I fucking say that sentence? Um, we live in a society. Um, we live in, like, you know, age where it's easier to cancel at the fucking last minute. on Because you're always looking for the best options. Like, when we shop online, we're always looking for the cheapest option, the best option, the best deal we can possibly fucking get. Um, this idea of, depending on what we can do, is she's using you in this idea of, um, I'll hang out with you. Um, if it's the best option I have for the evening, um, which I believe, and I write music about this all the fucking time is a shitty thing to do. It's just kind of like internet, like the internet age of online relationships and shit like that. Uh, this idea of like, um, we're always looking for our best option and, and sometimes, you know, I've learned, like, I'm kind of getting to a point of online shopping, just sometimes like, the best deals are when you spend a little bit more up front and you get a better product. And, um, I think that's going to be going a long way with relationships as well. So, um, she is not that interested in you. Um, she is looking to see if you're the best option and if she doesn't understand that you are the best option. Uh, she is a thought and we always say be gone thought to every thought who has ever decided to, exist ever in the existence of history so uh tell that bitch to get the fuck out of your life okay in love with my best friend okay here we go here we go we got we have a theme here tonight confessing to my male best friend all right we got the gender roles swapped uh i'm a female 20 years old and i have a deeply i have deep feelings for my guy best friend uh, who's also a male, 22 years old. We have known each other since high school, about 14 years, and we have always been close and had a special bond. In high school, I was kind of popular and was interested in guys that were more jocks. He was more of an intellectual and a bit 
awkward at time at the time. I didn't care, of course, and I enjoyed him as a good friend and he always made me smile and laugh. Senior year I met my boyfriend and we stayed together until now. I stayed best friends with him and we still saw each other with our friends. Uh, two years ago, he confessed to my girl best friend that he liked me and that he understood me better than my current boyfriend. He never told me anything of that kind to me except one night when we, he was drunk. Just small flirty things. I ignored it at the time because I didn't have those feelings for him. Then in 2019, we became even closer. We were doing one-on-one -on -one activities, movies, parks, walks, coffee, restaurants, bars, shopping, Basically, almost everything, I started to have feelings for him and doubted my relationship. In quarantine, we became even closer, talking in, talking in text almost every day, having Netflix parties, and going back to our activities together in the summer. This summer, we were so close, and I was in love with him deeply. He was dating a girl, but it wasn't serious. He was always vague on his dating life and always talked down on the girls he had dated in the past. We have this flirty relationship and there is so much tension between us. Nothing really happened except for out of the blue, big, long hugs. One time we got high and we fell asleep in the park and woke up to me holding his hand and being asleep on him. I didn't know how to make a move on him and he was scared it started to be serious with the girl he was dating and now she is his girlfriend he told me after i asked that he loved her whenever we talk rarely now he never mentions her except if i ask and he always gives a vague reply my question is this i want to tell him my feelings because i can't hold it in anymore and i'm wondering if he really likes her or she is just a way for him to change his mind he's moving on when he texted him recently when i text no sorry i'm reading this wrong when i texted him recently that i missed him and i felt that we weren't talking anymore i told him i was feeling not important to him uh he then replied that it was only because of the lockdown and the winter he said that our relationship was special and that he was excited for spring so we could see each other again help me give me guidance i genuinely think we are soulmates and that he is the love of my life and i can't stop thinking that i might have lost him to this random girl because i didn't act quick enough oh my fucking god i don't know how the fuck am i supposed to fucking jesus fucking christ people can you not fucking send me this shit? Um, God. Holy shit. I'm, like, breathing in the mic so I can, like, have some, like, not dead air time or whatever. Jesus. Okay. Um. What am I, how am I supposed to fucking respond with? There's like, I'm trying, there's like the response, I'm like, ah, this is what you should do. But then that's also my brain was like, hey, don't fucking do that. Um, first of all, you got to hope and pray, but don't do fucking shit that they break up because uh, that's a bad thing to do. Try to break them up. Don't be the one to do that. Um, but obviously, um, if you're lucky, they will break up. Uh, maybe sounds they will it's one of the, it's one of those situations where, like are you i just see people who are friends and like you like you know a guy and a girl who are just really good friends and it's like are you are you seriously not seeing this right now like 
you two would just be like your soulmates. Like just fucking Jim and Pam shit right here. Like I've had female friends like that too. I'm like, why are we not? Why are we not? You know, a fucking while also being friends. You know, um, only only a real good way for you to solve this because it's not a fucking movie, folks. It's not a fucking movie. Um, best thing you can do is at least wait for them to break up. Um, at least give him some time, still talk to him and shit like that, and, uh, eventually he's gonna be lonely, and you'll be like, you know what, I think I love you, buddy, and then he's probably gonna be lonely, but I love you too, and then, like, you start a relationship together, um, and, uh, basically when you start a relationship together, um, I mean, obviously you start an honest relationship together, and honestly, like, that's a good thing, because, like, he's lonely, and so he's gonna accept you, uh, regardless, and then, um, Eventually you realize, oh, we actually like each other. So, but no, that's a weird thing, though. I know one, I know one male-female friend, which apparently I'm not supposed to say male and females anymore, but I just did, um, that are actually, like, really good friends, but they also, like, don't have any relationship history. They're just, like, we're, like, legit platonic, but also, like, how close they are as friends. It's like, I mean, you guys could be dating. I'm not, I mean, none of us are against it. They're both cool people, so it's like it's one of those shit, one of those things where it's like, oh, you're both are cool people. I'm I'm fine with this shit. Um, but no, um, that's that's also a thing. Like if you're if your best friend is of the opposite gender and obviously sex aligned and shit like that, that's your soulmate, bud. Like, are we are we still fucking arguing about this? There's so many fucking TV shows that have gone over this fucking similar trope that we should already fucking know about. So we shouldn't be fucking uh, be dealing with this. Oh, I'm in love with my best friend. What should I do? I'm like, um, you're either soulmates or you're not actual real friends. Okay, okay, that's this fucking story that's out there. Here we go. That was a hit. That was a good hit. Okay. Okay, here we go. Former cam girl. Almost four years ago, I was a webcam girl for a few months. It still haunts me to this day, and I am very fearful of how my partner finding this out because I know that he will torture me over this. It is such a slim chance of him finding out, but there are pictures of me and videos of me online that haven't been reposted on some websites, or that have been posted on some websites. That makes me feel so sick to even think about. I love him so much, and I am a great girlfriend to him, but this makes me feel undeserving and shameful in a way. Should I tell him this, or does it even matter much? I would rather die than have him know I want to get them removed online, but I just don't know how. I feel like if I tell him, this is just this will just define me, and I don't ever want him to feel see me differently. So that's a good question. I like I like that idea. I, I like this question. I like this question. I want to answer this question. Um, in my mind, if I dated a girl and she's like, you know, I, uh, four years ago I was a cam girl. Um, I'm not happy with that. It was just a weird point in my life, shit like that. You know, she says that. I'm like, all right, that's not a big deal. You know, obviously there's a difference between like, this is what I did in the past versus like, 
this is what I'm doing right now. And it's been a secret and we've been dating for a while. And I'm like, um, that's something you should have probably fucking told me. It's like past shit is so much different than like current shit. Like that you're not telling someone there's like a trust issue. Um, this idea, I feel like, so I would say for, in my opinion, if like I was dating a girl, like, you know, I used to be a cam girl. I stopped that. I'm, you know, I'm kind of embarrassed. I used to do that. And I kind of wish I'm kind of worried what your reaction to me. I'm looking, you know, I don't really give a shit. I used to be a cam girl because obviously if anyone has been listening to the show, uh, I'm looking for an OnlyFans girlfriend to buy me a PlayStation five, but also, but also I'm the kind of guy, if I understand, I'm very much a believer in action, speak louder than work louder than words and so if you're if you're like well i i used to do i used to like stick shit i used to have sex with a lot of guys but i'm not anymore i'm only with you now and me i'm like well i trust you so i'm not gonna question that but if i have any sort of like distrust there's gonna be a fucking problem (laughs) but uh sounds like you should be like hey i want to tell you something that happened to me that i did before we dated I used to be a camp girl, and uh, at this point, um, I'm not a camp girl anymore. So uh, remember that. You know, if like this is before you dated, like before you date someone, there's like a whole other life they had, uh, and you can't expect that life to be good. You only expect the life they have with you to be good. So um, if he's being fucking stingy about you used to be a camp girl. That's a big problem because I know like porn stars date people all the time. And like if you if you decide like I'm going to date a porn star, you live with the fact that they're getting plowed by some 12 inch dick dude every day. And uh, they come home and you can't ask them how work was today because like how was work today? And they start telling him like, yeah, I got plowed by like this, like two guys with like 14 inch dicks. And I'm like, I'm crying. This is horrible. Like, you're not like that. You're, you can't be like that. If you're dating a porn star, it's just who he is. It's just who it's the type of guy you're getting. Um, so I feel like since this is like a past thing and like, you know, there's some cam girl shit. If he doesn't accept you for that shit, if he gets mad at you for that, that's not a good guy. Okay. This is what we're doing at cancel squeezy. We're, Toxic guys who don't let women post nude photos online. Okay. All right, here we go. Um, We got a couple more questions here. He only asked me to be his girlfriend if he's drunk slash drinking. I've been friends with this guy for a long time. We've had a sort of flirtation ship also. More recently, we've hung out more and seem to be coming more to being extra flirty. And he has asked me to be his girlfriend two times already. One over text, but he was drinking. And this last time in person, but he was also drinking. Opinions, it doesn't bother me at all much. I just wonder if he'd be able to do it while being sober or being drinking, you know? So I'm going to take a play out of Women I've Dated's textbooks and uh, pull their thing because I would drunk text them. Nothing mean. I'm just saying nice things when I was drunk um, because I'm pro- he's probably in the same situation I'm in. Uh, you you got to like kidnap him when he's sober or something like that. Start talking to him when he's sober and being like, so you asked me to be your girlfriend last night. Are you real or are you fake about that? What What's the situation? 
because um, at this point, you're not really like ride or die. Also, you know, my EP out now on all streaming services. Um, but I need to know, like, what do you want? What do you want us to be? Are we in a relationship or not? And stuff like that. You also got to realize, if, is the drinking a problem? It sounds like he's a chill drinker um, like me. Because uh, he's not violent when he drinks. And if you're not violent when you drink, you're uh, less of a liability to your friends. That was a horrible song that I tried to write. And uh, I'm ashamed of myself for putting my name down as a songwriter. Um, you know, so you, you got to have a sober conversation with him about that. You got Was it like Christian's, my Christian days, DTR, define the relationship, shit like that. Um you probably got to have the define the relationship. Like, what are we? Or like, you you asked me out. You asked me to be your girlfriend two times while you were drunk. Um, now you're sober. Uh, I want to know your fucking opinions. And if he responds to you immediately, probably a, a good sign of what's going on. But if he waits the entire day until night and then tells you, there's a red flag. Uh, and uh, don't fucking fall for that shit. So um, you're gonna have to kidnap. Uh, Corner your man sober. This one's a fun one. My boyfriend, the man child. My boyfriend and I have been together for about four to five years now. We have been living together for four years. During 2018 to 2019, we went through a very difficult phase. The majority of our issues we have resolved, but one thing has since remained. <coughs> Jesus, dude. My body do that shit. My boyfriend is a Mazza man child. Some examples are I have been on his ass about scheduling a dentist appointment for almost a year now. Uh, in all the times we've been together, he hasn't gone once. I've contemplating scheduling an appointment for him, uh, but for fuck's sake, I am not his mother. I do most of the household chores. I really have a hard time keeping our apartment clean. And the chaos at bay, and I do it anyways. I've been diagnosed with ADD and depression, which means that I really ever have the energy to clean, tidy up, and whatnot. But I do it anyways, because if I don't do it, it simply will not get done. He will help me out, though, but only after being asked to and reminded multiple times, and I have to assign him a task. He could see that the floor needs to be vacuumed, but would never think of getting the damn vacuum cleaner himself. It just does not occur to him. When he is sick, it is worse than caring for a sick child. It's not that he is particularly whiny. He just won't take comma drink or do anything that will make him feel better. Not unless I talked him into it quite sternly. Again, I am not his mother. These are the most prevalent examples that come to mind. Fortunately, he has re realized during this last half year or so that he is in fact a massive man child and that his this has to change he recognizes that i do most of the work and it's particularly difficult for me to do due to my depression and whatnot also we both work full time so no reason why i should do the majority of the work anyways before i paint my boyfriend in too much of a negative light he actually is a great guy he is kind he is funny and he is 
actually very thoughtful when it comes to everything that's not chore related. When I am unwell, he goes above and beyond in taking care of me. He puts up with my mental health issues and all the difficulties that entails. Uh, since we have resolved our issues, except for the one, our relationship has been very harmonic. I know that he loves me very much, and I love him just the same. While his childishness is a major inconvenience to me, it is not a deal breaker. Instead, I want to help him finally grow up and learn to be more responsible adult. I'm cussing that this is not an uncommon situation, and I want to know from people who have been there what has helped your partner and you resolve the situation, what helped you or your partner finally grow up, or how do you cope when they just can't be as much of a grown-up as you'd want them to. Okay. So, I think you got a good guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that there. Um, I just think, I'm going to go by your point-by-points point on what you need him to. Let's, I'm going to go over those again. I have been on his ass about scheduling a dentist appointment for almost a year now, and all that time we've been together, he hasn't gone once. I'm contemplating scheduling an appointment for him, but the, for fuck's sake, I am not his mother. Um... Sounds like you got a very simple man. Um, and a lot of women would be blessed to have what you have because I myself am not a simple man. And uh, I am going in there. So the idea, let's go with the idea of just the Dutch woman. Um, he's probably just like, he's probably so used to like, because I was a kid. It was a very weird situation. So when I was a kid, my mom would schedule, I mean, obviously, kid to even, I would say even to college, my mom just scheduled my dentist appointments, and even when I was in college, it was like, you gotta schedule for my breaks or whatever, get the teeth clean and shit, whatever, and stuff like that, so, like, he's just used to that, and, um, I guess you could be in a different spot there, you know, but he should, but no, there's a transition to, uh, where were you not living with your mom scheduling your dentist appointments, and then when you are, um, I mean, I schedule my doctor's appointments because my mental health medication uh, is very different for me, very differently. So, honestly, just the, I'll tell you the, the dentist appointments and shit like that. Um, it's just, uh, that's a weird transition for someone to get into. So, just don't worry about that. Um, but you may have to schedule it for him. Just be kind of forcing um, you do most of the household chores. Um, so a lot of that with, I'll say here, because I'm in the situation with you, uh, at least with my mental health, um, you may have to live with the fact that you have to remind him to do shit. Um, the idea of you expecting him to do it without you asking, uh, you need to realize that that's probably not going to happen. Uh, realize that that you expecting him to do that without him remembering to, it's probably not going to happen. After you realize that, um, it's probably going to be a lot better. Like, obviously, I mean, I'm in a situation where I, mean, I live alone, so this idea of, like, cleaning is very difficult for me. This idea of whatever I can deal with, I will deal with. Which is horrible. Do not do that. So, um, the idea of like, Hey, can you vacuum the carpet for me? And then if he's like, yeah, that's no problem. And he does it and vacuums the carpet. That's no problem. Uh, just deal with that situation because maybe he's just not thinking about doing it because uh, his health or mental, 
ideas or whatever. So um, maybe realize there's an idea of, hey, I'm going to be asking you to clean shit and uh, don't take it personally and uh, do not let it affect your mental health. Maybe realize that in the situation. Um, when he's sick, he is worse than John. Okay, if you're an adult and you, you're fucking acting dramatic when you get sick, go fuck yourself. You, I don't know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm in a situation where I always know if I'm sick with something, so, I mean, obviously, uh, when I realized, like, I need to be on antidepressants and shit, I went to a doctor and be like, you need to assign me antidepressants. And the doctor was like, all right. So they assigned me that. I'm kind of one of those people. One time I went to the doctor, and I think I had, like, some sort of flu type thing. It was right before The Force Awakens was in theaters, and I didn't want to miss the premiere of that. I went to the doctor, and I was like, yeah, sounds like you have, like, the flu or something like that. You'll get over it. And I'm like, look, (laughs) I'm basically telling doctors, if I go to a doctor, I want some sort of medication. That's what I do. And so I, like, harass the doctor. I'm like, look, I feel like shit. I really need something. And then he assigned me something, and I got the prescription and the next day I saw Star Wars The Force Awakens and there's other stories with that um so um any adult who acts like a bitch when they're sick uh should shut the fuck up so um that's the situation so um you know just going over everything um it sounds like you just need to understand who your husband is I'm I mean I'm obviously gonna probably relate with a man for being a man myself um but what was the situation you're in? Um, so that's the dentist appointment. Uh, oh yeah. Being like kind of a child, uh, doing household chores. Um, men aren't necessarily. So from what it sounds like, you are not that old. Uh, and when you dated for a while now, so, um, there's like a transition for men. You go from like living with your parents, being like a bachelor and then, living with a woman type of situation, I guess. And I guess with your situation, the living with your mom to living with a wife is not, the transition was weird for him. So, um, you're just going to have to kind of work things out being like, um, like I said, like the dentist appointment shit, like when the fuck are you getting a dentist? You just got to start nagging him on that shit. Um, doing chores, you're going to have to nag him. Um, just, the situation you're in in life because this is the situation he went from going straight from mom to you uh the sick part like he needs to fucking just i'm just saying like most sicknesses are just like sleep it off unless you need a doctor so uh tell him to grow the fuck up on that so um basically just understand that the transition from mom to you and um don't feel ashamed to say like hey vacuum the carpet and as long as he's okay with it and doesn't be a little bitch about it, you should be okay. All right, another question here. After I finally told my girlfriend she smells... Oh, no, this is the last is this the last question? All right, we're on the last question. After I finally told my girlfriend she smells, she gets mad and insists I'm lying. I can't take it anymore. I've been together with my girlfriend for two years, and she moved into my place a year ago. She didn't always smell bad. I started noticing that smell about a month ago. At first, I thought it was the sheets, so I washed them. I went through our house to see if there was rotten food, but I couldn't find anything. I even deep cleaned the house. 
that didn't help the smell go away, but now my house is really clean, so that's a plus. Finally, it was very observant that it was my girlfriend. I didn't want to embarrass her, so I figured she'd notice, but she didn't. So I had to tell her. I don't know how to describe the smell, but it's really bad. It could be coming from down there, but it's like her whole body. When I told her, I didn't know what to expect, but she was really mad. She didn't believe me, and she said I just wanted to embarrass her and even insist it was me. It's just an overbearing smell. Ugh. And even insist it was me. It's just an overbearing smell. I can't even sleep through the night because how bad it smells. I accidentally sleep on the couch so I don't have to be next to her. She doesn't want to go to the doctor because she thinks it isn't there. I don't know why she won't believe me, but she she's not doing anything about it. And then asks why I always say no when she wants to be intimate, saying, you stink, you stink, you stink all the time would just be too cruel. But if she's not growing going to do anything, growing to do anything, going to do anything about it. I'm seriously thinking about telling her to move out because it's disrupting my sleep and distracts me. Oh, my buddy. Oh, how do women have this fucking odor problem? Shouldn't this be a man's problem that a man smelling like shit and a woman's like, you need to figure your fucking self out. How are men getting more hygienic than women in these days? I don't know if I told the story on the show before, but... Basically, I'll tell you this. Um, I, I I don't know how many names I can give out, but uh, so my dad's obviously a track coach. If you've listened to the show before, yeah, uh, he said he's a track coach. My mom is like the assistant coach for free because she doesn't have kids in their house anymore and she's just bored. Uh, from what I assume, uh, and occasionally they come to Nashville for a like cross country meter shit like that. And I listened to like their meetings, like gotta learn, you gotta like do this. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. How the fuck am I like a son of an athlete? And I'm like the fattest fucking piece of shit that has ever walked this earth. That is something that we can all marvel how my parents are runners. And typically if you're a runner, you're a very fucking skinny human being. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck went on with my genetics. Um, and I listen to them. I'm just like, okay, you got to take a lead here and shit like that. I don't want to give my dad's strategies out. Um, one, because I don't want to give my dad's strategies out. Two, it's because I didn't really pay attention. So that's also a good sign. Um, no, it's... God damn it. What the fuck was I doing here? Um, what the hell? How the hell? You know, you just start somewhere and you don't forget where you're going. Um, I know we're talking about, like, a woman with a smelly everything. Um, no, oh, yeah, they're grad students. So, um, my par- my my dad, as a track coach, had a grad student, which I'm not going to name, uh, who was very lenient on their showers. Like, uh, they, one time they came to town for a track, for a cross-country meet. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to say that right. I'm not supposed to, like, so how's your game today? Or, like... How's your show today? Shit like that. I'm like, you're like, it's a, uh, uh, it's meat. We're having a meat. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, but I was like talking to my dad and then like she sat with us cause I guess she didn't like anyone on the track team. And I'm like, yeah, she seemed like a cool person. Like she wasn't 
let's talk about her appearance for a second. Like, um, I wasn't going to fuck her, obviously. That would be a very weird thing where, like, the coach, like, hey, coach, I fucked your son. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, no, I like to talk to her. She seemed cool. Um, but uh, anyways, like, a later date, my parents were like, um, do women your age shower at all? <laughs> Which was really funny because I'm trying to understand this grad student. I was like, um, well, I shower all the fucking time. And, uh, because I, there's feeling dirty is gross to me, but, uh, there's some people I went to college with that were like, yeah, I shower like once a week. I'm like, which I thought was gross. They're like, yeah, dad had a grad student who was like, who showered like once a week. He was like, yeah, well I showered like three days ago. So I'm going to like shower maybe later and then maybe go to our little thing. This is my dad's grad assistant. So if you've never been to college, you have a grad assistant type of thing. I was a undergrad assistant to Dr. Aberg at the uh, university of central Missouri for the jazz librarian. And basically I did computer shit all day. Um, but, uh, I took showers, <laughs> and so my parents were like, do, do millennials not take showers anymore? I'm like, oh, we do take showers. The ones who don't take showers are out of their fucking mind. So um, remember that. So um, she needs to go to a doctor. Um, you need to smell, figure out where the smell is coming from, and she needs to go to a doctor because I spent way too much time telling a story about uh, someone I don't know very well. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, maybe we should uh, focus on fucking that for a little while. Um, but yeah, my parents uh, had a grad student. My mom, my dad had a grad student uh, who did not shower a lot. And he told me about it, which is not good because I do a podcast. But I also don't know her name, which is a very great thing for me. Who talks about like, oh, why can't I just find like a ride or die woman? And then like, I don't remember like other women's names. So, um, ladies, please just fucking clean yourselves. That's all I ask of you. Um, I shave my pubes. Um, so if I have to do that, you can just fucking wash yourself with generic soap. So, um, nevertheless, I'll persist. Thank you for listening to Cancel Sweezy today. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, please email the shwetcast.gmail.com. More than happy to talk to you more and more about that. Um, if you want to check out my music, because I'm Shweezy, please go to can- um, please go to Shweezy, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, YouTube, Deezer, Tidal, wherever you get your music's from, because <coughs> that's where I'll be. And uh, subscribe on Twitch, like I said before. If you have an Amazon account, you can some- combine the two. Uh, financially support the show without you spending any money, extra money and five dollars a month gives you uh, ad free episodes of all my shows. So like always, everyone stay awesome.
Hashtag pray for Micah. Hey, you. You just finished a full episode of the Schwegcast. I hope your brain cells don't hurt. Uh, if you want to support this show financially in the best way possible, go check us out on Patreon for $5 a month. You, yes, you can get ad-free episodes of the Schwegcast and is the best way to personally support me and this channel.